Never be the one who says, I have no idea. Unlock the full picture and get unlimited access to unique data and respected business journalism that advances your understanding and business. Subscribe today at housingwire.com slash membership. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Alcina Lloyd, and this is The Daily Download. Today, I'll cover a report from the Mortgage Bankers Association that indicates it hasn't been this hard to get a mortgage in six years. I'll also cover a forecast from CoreLogic that claims the pandemic may lead to a foreclosure crisis and a report from Black Knight that suggests the refinancing boom is just getting started. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today. Visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. Thanks for listening, and let's get started with an article written by Kathleen Howley that covers a report from the Mortgage Bankers Association that indicates it hasn't been this hard to get a mortgage in six years. According to MBA's Credit Availability Indices, which analyzed data from Ellie Mae's All Regs Market Clarity, mortgage credit in August was the tightest in more than six years as a weak economy prompted lenders to tighten standards. Holly says the group's mortgage credit availability index fell 4.7% to 120.9 last month, the lowest since March 2014, indicating stricter requirements to get loans. According to Howley, the index plunged from record highs seen in late 2019 after the COVID-19 pandemic caused the worst economic contraction since the Great Depression. In a statement, Joel Kahn, an MBA associate vice president, said the drop in the availability of credit was driven by a reduction in supply from both conventional and government segments of the market. According to him, credit continues to tighten because of uncertainty still looming around the health of the job market. Furthermore, Kahn says a further reduction in loan programs with low credit scores, high LTVs, and reduced documentation requirements also continue to drive the overall decline in credit availability. According to the MBA, measuring credit availability by loan type, the conforming MCAI that tracks loans backed by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac fell 8.6% to the lowest in the data series that goes back to 2011, and the Jumbo MCAI measuring high balance loans fell 8.9%, while the conventional MCAI that measures loans not backed by the government fell 8.7%. Notably, the government MCAI that includes mortgages backed by the Federal Housing Administration, the Veterans Administration, and the U.S. Department of Agriculture fell 1.4%. That being said, the MBA forecasts that even with tighter standards, the lowest mortgage rates on record will push home lending this year to a 15-year high of $3 trillion, while refinancing will probably reach $1.7 trillion, marking the most since 2003. Our next story also comes from Kathleen Halley and covers the forecast from CoreLogic that claims the pandemic might lead to a foreclosure crisis. 
According to the company, a surge in the share of mortgages 90 day or more overdue in June is a signal that the U.S. could be heading towards a foreclosure crisis. Frank Nothaft, CoreLogic's chief economist, says the share of loans with payments 90 days to 119 days late quadrupled between May and June, rising 2.3%, marking the highest level in more than 21 years. According to CoreLogic, when measuring all loans 90 days or more overdue, including loans already in foreclosure, the share was the highest since 2015. This is why Nothaft says the housing industry could be looking at a serious delinquency rate that is four times higher at the end of 2021 as it was was before the start of the pandemic. According to him, not only could millions of families potentially lose their home, but this could also create downward pressure on home prices and home equity as distressed sales are pushed back into the for sale market. Holly says in the last few months, mortgage delinquencies have soared as Americans who lost income because of the pandemic sought forbearance agreements that allowed them to suspend their home loan payments without penalties. While they have permission to miss their payments, the mortgage industry still counts the loans as delinquent. CoreLogic report indicates the main factor that could push the housing market over the edge is the labor market's weakness. Halley says while the unemployment rate fell to 8.4% in June, a government report showed on Friday the economy has gained back fewer than half the jobs lost since the beginning of the pandemic. Our last story comes from James Kleiman and suggests the refinancing boom is just getting started. According to him, even with refinancings driving a record of $1.1 trillion in originations in the second quarter and testing the limits of lenders' capacity, LOs, mortgage executives, and economists say all the conditions are ripe for a string of even bigger quarters. In a report from analytics firm Black Knight, data shows there are over 19 million high-quality refinance candidates in America representing 43% of all 30-year mortgage holders. Notably, Black Knight defines high-quality refinance candidates as those with credit scores of 720 or higher who hold at least 20% equity in their homes, are current on their mortgage payments, and could shave at least 0.75% off their first rate lien by refinancing. The firm says if all 19.3 million candidates were to refinance, the average savings would amount to $299 a month, an aggregate of $5.3 billion. In fact, more than 7 million could save at least $300 a month, while 2.5 million could save $500 a month or more, according to Black Knight. In a statement, Andy Walden, director of market research at Black Knight, said, even with everything going on in the broader economy, we're still seeing record levels of refinancings simply because rates are sitting at 2.86%. According to Walden, locks on refinance loans that are expected to close in the third quarter are up 20% from Q2, suggesting that Q3 2020 refi volumes could eclipse the record-setting second quarter. That's a wrap for the daily download. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, and join us again tomorrow.